When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is the last day of August, uh, Thursday, August 31st. Uh, and, and I said I would do this. Well, there weren't many people. I started YouTube Live doing it, but I'm going to do it today. Boom shakalaka. And I say boom shakalaka because we're in a bull market. <laughs> um, let's talk about first. Trend Spider, you guys showed up in force yesterday. I had a bunch of people sign up. Again, it's the Labor Day sale. It goes down by 1%. You saved 65% yesterday. You're saving 64% today. It's $7. I mean, let's be honest. If you didn't sign up yesterday and you want to sign up today, it's seven more dollars. I still contend $358 is an easy one to make if you're A, trading enough, uh, or B, have a big enough portfolio. You get my two algorithms, the four-hour and the 65-minute. You get my all of my watch lists, which are... Uh, core investments, covered call ETFs, so like Spy Eye, Jeppy, all of that stuff. Energy names that I continually add to and 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 take from. Um, this is like you know it's Chevron and PXD, all of that stuff. Levered ETFs like TQQQ, SPXL, all of that stuff in there. Low cost Vanguard ETFs. Those are all just entries. Spider sectors. Those are the watch lists that you get. You also get my market scanners. You get a, um, a four hour uh, market scanner. You get a sixty five minute. Uh, market scanner. There's a couple in there. Uh, so you get all of that when you sign up $351 for the year. Now, the process is click on the link that's down below in any of the broadcasts, uh, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, whether it's on YouTube, all of its video if you're watching the video. But there is a, a, a link down there. You go to plans and pricing. It will give you the best price. It is my link that is specific. What happens is on the back end, I get uh, an alert. I don't get your email address. Uh, to protect your privacy, you, your relationship is with TrendSpider. I am simply an affiliate. to pro- So to protect your privacy, I get a portion of your email address. This is why I can't email you directly. You have to email me. So the first part is you sign up, you pay, uh, then you email me. And I email you a welcome letter. Simple as that. It's nice and easy, very clean. Once you email me, I'm usually really good about getting back to you within 24 hours, so you'll be able to start playing with it. Uh, But TrendSpider is the main tool that I use um, to trade. I feel naked without it. I've told the stories many times before. I think I went two weeks without it back in 2020, 2021, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, because I said, you know, it was five, I think it was $700 I was paying at that point. $700, not quite worth it, blah, blah, blah. Let me see if they have a sale at some point. I'm going to uh, trade with just Active Trader Pro. Boy, I felt naked. Those two weeks, I don't think I took a trade. Um, I just felt naked without uh, the four hour algorithm. And there's not a lot of charting software that allows you to do four hour if. You uh, don't want to do the, uh, the, you know, maybe you have a smaller account, 
um, and you don't uh, necessarily know about uh, charting and you want to try something for free, click, go to Linktree, L-I-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. Go to this third link. It's Weeble. Put in a couple hundred bucks into Weeble. Uh, if you have Weeble, download their charting software uh, for your computer. It is the best option for free traders, in my mind. I think you click on that. I think you get a, a nice um, charting software. You can follow along with me. I don't know if they have four-hour in there, but you don't need a four-hour. You can do a daily. Uh, you can do a 10-minute. You can do a 60-minute. You can do whatever you want. But just get charting software. Get used to it. So uh, let's talk about, well, first thing. First things first, <laughs> the big mover. And we're going to go to the 65-minute algorithm and VFS. This is VinFast Auto. Uh, and if you're in VinFast Auto, kudos to you uh, because you you should have made a lot of money. The 65-minute algorithm got you in uh, August 22nd with, uh, what was it, $18? It got you out on August 29th with a 264% gain. I will tell you on the 65 minute, you have no confirmation. This is why TrendSpider is super important to have because that nine day, you're under that nine day. So on the 65 minute, you can set up an alert. You don't have to sit there and watch charts. Set up an alert for when you get back into VinFast. Right now, it is down 12%. This is in the middle of pulling back. My guess, you get back down to 19. And what are you going to do at 19 if you're using this uh, 200 day? As the support level, you're going to buy it at 21. And maybe at 19, maybe it dips down a little bit more. But this is a hype stock. Uh, Don't be mistaken. This is a hype stock. Do not think that this is going back to 80 just because it was 80 at one time. This is another Mullen. This is another IONQ. (laughs) Uh, These are stocks that you trade. You don't necessarily own them. You don't want to hold these for one year because you can make much more money trading them. Okay, let's talk about the the indices spy uh, and and TQ and QQQ. The reason we wanted to get back into uh, these and use triple levered ETFs um, and yesterday, yesterday's an update. Today's an update. We'll go over why today's an update. But yesterday was an update. So you're still in TQQQ. You're still in uh, UDAO. You're still in um, SPXL. You're still in all of those triple levered ETFs. You've got confirmation on the base indices. So SPY, QQQ, and the Dow, you've still got confirmation. Here's SPY. And and notice, uh, yesterday, two days ago, we claimed the 50-day. So the 50-day didn't provide much resistance at all. That's why I say this gap up to 455, you're at 451 right now. 455 will be hit this week. You'll hit that gap this week. I think tomorrow you get back up into 455. Right now you're up 0.51. It is teetering just on on positive, but I do think that at some point within the next two days, you get up to this 455. It's a 1% move. So if you want TQ, if you want SPXL, you can go for a 3% move. I think it's just a little bit too late to get in there. It's a Thursday. I don't like to hold those triple levered ETFs. I put an article in from investopedia.com in the newsletter yesterday. Don't be greedy. And it's right at the top of the newsletter. If you get in, why three times ETFs are riskier than you might think. Just go, And if you don't have my newsletter, absolutely sign up dailystockpick.substack.com. It is free. 
Uh, the only paid version that I have are the weekend versions. So it's free. Uh, and, and you'll get it in your email box, but usually before noontime, I try and get it in there. But I do think we have confirmation. If you go over to QQQ, we've got confirmation over the 50-day on the algorithm as well. So uh, what are you doing with it now? You're sitting. I think you're sitting. Uh, I don't know that you necessarily buy back into this. Uh, in my mind, there, there's a couple of things that happened. Um, you know, Inflation was the big one. We saw this move on inflation. It just kind of fluttered around. Didn't make a huge move. Inflation was up 0.2% month over month. That was expected. It was up 3.3% year over year. That was expected. The last reading, though, last, uh, last month, it was up 3%. So 3.3% is higher than 3%. That's not great. Uh, everything that you've expected this year, uh, year over year, has been really good. But because the month over month, um, or I'm sorry, because last month it was 3% year over year, and this month it's 3.3% year over year, the Fed in September could read that as, hey, we got to get inflation under control. Make no mistake about it. Uh, back in the 80s, Volcker in the 70s, Volcker took this and you saw it in the 80s. I mean, inflation just crashed down, but the economy crashed down. Uh, Powell is, is hell-bent on getting inflation out of this economy. He's hell-bent on getting it to 2%. Don't expect him to take the, the brakes off. The, the market is, I think yesterday I read it, 79% say it's going to be a pause in September. If for some reason that is a raise and not a pause, you will see a nice pullback on the market. What does that pullback mean? Remember, we are in a buy the dip um, and sell the rip market. It's not, you know, it's not something where you buy the dip and hold it unless you're long-term. If you are long-term, this is not the time to say, oh my God, it's going to pull back. I'm going to sell. It's just going to be a speed bump. With this pullback that you're seeing in QQQ on your screen right now, uh, we didn't come to the 200-day, but we didn't need to. Uh, it's clear we're still in a soft landing scenario. The market is pricing things in. We'll go over some earnings next, but I do think that that you know I, I will post an article. Uh, this article, uh, Tom Lee says that the markets. I'll post this in the newsletter. Uh, the S and P is about to take off in a month. Long rally that will retest its two, 2023 high. That's what Tom Lee says. You can read this article. There's a couple of quotes that stood out to me. Um, Tom Lee says there will be a boom. Those stocks have historically been weak in August. They typically rebound in September. Since 1950, the S&P 500 has gained 86% of the time in September, tacking on a median gain of 3%. The coming stock rally could face resistance from several left field risks for markets. Lee warned uh, the Fed may surprise markets by hiking rates or if there is a UAW strike that could weigh on equities. Let's go to the seasonality of QQQ. Let's just look at the seasonality. And what we'll do is we'll look at monthly. We'll pull this back all the way before. It's going to go back to March of 1999. Look, uh, August, 56%. September, typically weak, 46 so you can take, now, if we change this to SPY, let's change it to SPY, because um, he's saying over 50 years, uh, it's risen in September. Uh, but I think he's uh, having some caveats in there. Uh, 25 years, 
September's not the, you know, it's one of the worst months. So take take the take it with a grain of salt. Sometimes these guys will manipulate the the numbers and say, "Oh, uh, I didn't include some of the pullbacks on this. This was just when the first six months were good." Blah blah blah. So take it with what it's worth. Um, now I want to show you uh, this. Um, this is the Golden Cross strategy from uh, TrendSpider. They tweeted out, and I'll include the link to the tweet in my. Uh, in my newsletter, but they tweeted out, uh, XLE is a daily uh, golden cross. Is it a reliable for the energy sector? Since 2000, if you bought a golden cross and exited on a death cross, you would have crushed it by hold with 62% win rate and an average return of 20%. If you sign up for TrendSpider, you just sign in and import it. And you've got your, your, your basically golden cross strategy. So if we just go down here and we go to the golden cross strategy, I think it's going to be down. Um, there it is. Golden cross strategy by TrendSpider. You can take this and we'll, we'll go XLE with the golden cross. Uh, and we'll see. XLE. Let's see if we're in. I think we're in on this one because I think it just had a golden cross, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we're going to run this. And you can see the golden cross right there. We're going to wait for the chart to actually repaint. The Golden Cross is uh, right here on the daily. So the Golden Cross runs 466% versus 237%. This is over uh, 23 years. 23 years, 466% versus buying and holding only makes you 237%. So you double it by just using a Golden Cross on the daily. Just a Golden Cross. And you just hit the Golden Cross. And if we look... I mean, you're not at all-time highs on this one. The all-time highs are up near 94, 95. Um, let's see. Did we go higher? No. I mean, that's you're just hovering around the 200-day. So it's not crazy to think that XLE is going to go to 94, 95. Again, it's not, I, I don't think it's too late to get into this one. But when you sign up for TrendSpider, all you do is click and import. And you can use that Golden Cross strategy on any stock that you want. It's not just XLE. So I wanted to include that one. Uh, let's talk about SMCI. Uh, this is Super Microcomputers. I am in this one. Uh, I've got a couple thousand bucks. It's not much in this one. Uh, I will be adding to it. Uh, it's got its confirmation. It is has been moving with uh, NVIDIA. Today it is down 0.21. I will be trying to add this one in the 250 range. I don't know if it'll get down there today. Right now it's trading at 267. I probably don't mind uh, putting in some money in 267, just probably not a lot. It does have confirmation. The gap that I'm looking to fill that has provided resistance, you can see the resistance right there on NVIDIA earnings day. Uh, it went up to 298. In uh, post-market with, uh, with the earnings, it actually went um, above 300 that day. So this this was uh, pre-market, I'm sorry, post-market this one where it closed at 277, which is about where I bought it. Uh, it, it you can see it, it just hit right against that, that, that mark right there. It will fill this gap. It will go up to 350 and 345 and, and fill that gap. 100% it will fill that gap. So SMCI wants you to take a look at it if... You want to follow me uh, on uh, any of my trades, Savvy Trader, SavvyTrader.com slash Daily Stock Pick. Um, you, can, you can find me. I've got two portfolios. Uh, the two portfolios are a trading portfolio and a, uh, 
uh, a core portfolio. The trading portfolio is where I typically put some trades that I think are good. Uh, daily stock p- uh, portfolio, this is the core. This is just 36 stocks that I think you should use to build your portfolio. That's it. But SMCI is in the trading portfolio. NVIDIA, on the other hand, is in the uh, uh, in the core portfolio. And this is one that you just buy and hold. It's at 495 My ass didn't buy it down here. I thought it was coming back down to, to fill the gap at 430 It didn't. It used the top again. It used the 50-day as its resistance level when it got down to 448 That was the buy. Right now, you have confirmation. It's probably going above, up above where I sold it. I, I think I sold one lot at 505 one lot at 510 So NVIDIA is moving. This is one you just buy and hold. The valuation, it's crazy, but you can't get out of it. I mean, literally, you can't get out of it. So uh, Boyle, uh, we're going to talk a little bit of energy right now, and then we'll go into Shopify. Boyle has a cross up, 64.46. Yesterday, it was up. Today, it's down uh, at 62 I think anytime it dips below 60, I think you buy it. I think it's going to 70 at some point in time. You see it ran up here to 71. I don't think this is one that you can, you know, go into winter and natural gas. It'll just go up. I think energy, natural gas is the one energy component that hasn't um, participated in the energy boom. So we'll talk about more energy stuff um, when that comes up uh, on our scans. Shopify. Um, there's a Shopify. I will include a uh, an article here um, uh, from uh, Yahoo Finance. Amazon and Shopify strike deal to open Amazon Logistics to sellers. Remember, Shopify announced that they were getting rid of their uh, their fulfillment, and that was the cost center. It wasn't the uh, the 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 revenue center. It was a cost center. So they saved a bunch of money. Now what they've got is Amazon in the works. So what did that do? That pushed the stock up 7%. I said, don't sleep on this under 60. Add to it under 60. I added to it under 60. Um, I'm looking at adding it probably today at 65. I think this one goes back to 70. I think you're at $80 by the end of the year. Uh, The RSI right now is at 78. The MACD crossed up here, like we said. You've got confirmation. It it blew through the 200-day. You had the death cross back here on August 29th. That gave me some hesitancy. When the 50-day crossed on the 200-day, that gave me some hesitancy. This announcement tells me these guys are moving into a partnership with Amazon, which will basically bolster Shopify, will give them uh, all of their cost portion is now on Amazon. Amazon's happy to take it because Amazon actually can make money with fulfillment with their size and scale. So Shopify... It's expensive. Shopify's fundamentals, its forward PE is 80. As they continue to grow uh, revenues, that forward PE will come down. Year to date, you're at 72% upside. You are still 15% below your $71 52-week high. You will blow through that 52-week high. I think with this news alone, with the continued uh, roaring of the economy, I think you blow through that. I mean, I'm just looking at some of these uh, core portfolio holdings. Snowflake, which was 140s. I said, get in. That's going back up to 180s. Um, Roblox, it's at 28.43. It's up 1% today. Shopify's up 8%. Uh, let's see. Pan W, which was down in the 230s. The absolute buy on that pullback. It's up 1.4%. Um, you know, Apple was up, what, 2% yesterday? Cleveland Cliffs is up almost 2% today. Let's talk about earnings. Now, 
I don't know. Do I have CRM? I don't know if I have Salesforce in the core portfolio. No, I don't. Um, Salesforce is an interesting one because I've kind of fallen asleep on Salesforce. Uh, they back uh, here had a um, uh, an earnings. It was March. And they had an earnings that just blew things out of the water. If you remember, Elliott Management and a bunch of other hostile uh, crews were in this stock saying, hey, you're spending too much money. And it was literally during this time when you see it. Um, we'll pull this back a little bit um, so we can see this around January where people just started saying, hey, you're spending too much money. And that's what was killing it. And then the valuation kicked in. And they're like, you know, Salesforce is... Mark Benioff knows what he's doing. We're going to start getting into this and we're going to start doing a little bit of hostile stuff. And so Brad Gersinger and, and a bunch of people with uh, hedge funds got into the stock. The cross up here at 165 went all the way this day up to 193 and it continued to slide down. Uh, wasn't a bad buy here. It's just continually gone up. And with earnings, they've shown, hey, they're spending less, but they're making more. This is a company that that I, I fell asleep on, honestly. And it, we talk about Microsoft and the grade eight a bunch. And, and Salesforce is not in that grade eight. But Salesforce, if you, if you look at it over one year, they're beating Microsoft. They, they're up 34% versus Microsoft at 25%. And remember, Salesforce is in direct competition with Microsoft, with Teams um, and, and their software services. So I think Salesforce probably has to be, it, it might get put into the core portfolio. Uh, I think they've turned it around. I think they're making a significant amount of money uh, and they're, they're basically doing it. Now I'm going to include the stock nerds uh, portfolio. I, I can't beat his analysis of it. They beat on revenue. They beat on gap EPS. Uh, they beat on EPS. Um, they raised their guidance. They raised their EBITDA guidance. They raised their gap guidance. Um, they raised everything. It was crazy good. Crazy good. Uh, on the other hand, Okta, not on the other hand, but in addition to Okta, killed it. Okta is up 14%. You can see the pop even from open. It, it opened at uh, 78. Uh, it's high as 86. Right now it's trading at 84. This is going to fill this gap up to 90. If you want to get in for a couple of percentage points and you're trading at 84, it's hype right now. I don't like buying typically at 84, but it's got that gap in its sight. They beat on earnings estimate, or revenue estimates. They beat on EBITDA. They beat on earnings per share. They obliterated free cash flow estimates. That's what brought the stock up. They basically made cash. Full year guidance raised. Full year guidance EBITDA guidance raised. Full year guidance earnings per share raised. Unbelievable quarter unbelievable quarter look 30 cents 22 cents it goes down 20 that gap right there was because they announced 22 percent. they just beat that quarter at 31 cents and, and killed it so octa is one that you may want to get into um let's look at chewy chewy is one that actually killed it as well it initially popped um and then they had the call and and the reason i want to kind of watch this one is they initially popped and, and then they had the call and it was, eh, yeah, we're doing okay. So they, they beat the estimates, but it's still in a downward trend. They are down 12%. So I wanted to bring that one up. And my holding, CrowdStrike. Uh, CrowdStrike um, beat their annual revenue. Uh, it's kind of, it was flat when they announced, but it's since popped. 
And I just don't, I mean, I know why it's popped because the earnings were really good. They beat revenue. They beat a, um, annual re- reoccurring revenue, uh, but it was only by 2%. And that's the problem is they were expecting, I think, 4%. They beat EBITDA. Uh, they beat earnings per share. They raised revenue. They raised EBITDA. They raised uh, earnings per share guidance. So this was really good. What this is showing now, Remember in August where we saw a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, companies beat and it went down. What you're seeing now is they're beating and it's popping. That's a huge difference to August, and, and, and this week is different because it's the end of August. So is Tom Lee right? Are we going into September with a bull? I think so. I mean, I'm 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 ultimately a bull. Uh, at heart, and I want to believe it. Tony Dwyer killed me with that po- on the tape podcast. With hey, we need to do this. Well, now good news is good news. Um, you know, good news that, that the bad news is bad news, meaning that inflation's going up, and the Fed may raise. So maybe we've hit that point. Just maybe we've hit that point. Uh, oil overnight dipped, and let's go to the homepage of uh, Finviz to take a look at some of the commodity stuff. Uh, natural crude oil is up 1.3%. Natural gas is down 1.8%. Uh, gold, you know, whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. But uh, crude oil, it did. part of the reason it dipped overnight, it's probably coming back. Energy, it's not too late to get into energy. Uh, but it's because China output went down. And the assumption is China demand is going to be down. So in my mind, I think you want to stay in XLE. I think XLE, if, if you don't want to play single stocks, I would urge you in energy to play single stocks because you get a nice dividend. Some of the stocks that I own, Devon, it's back above 50. We talk about it all the time. Buy it at 48, make yourself a nice 5% uh, 5% gain. Uh, I have Devon. I have MPLX. Uh, I have MPLX because they pay a 9% dividend. Uh, I have Oxy. Uh, I, I bought Oxy, I think, at 56, 57. I've averaged it down. That line right there is where you can sell it because right at about 64 or 65, it seems to just get resistance. The one that I really like and actually has a cross up today is PXD. Uh, PXD, we've talked about. It's a secondary cross up. You're in that ascending wedge. Oh no, it did get you out with a 14% gain, but it's gotten you back in at 237. I think it's $250 stock. And while you're waiting for a $250 price target, you're getting what? Uh, a 6.94% dividend. And if they make more money and oil continues to go up, that might be as high as 11%. So uh, I saw a note yesterday, uh, ChargePoint, CHPT, I think is the, uh, yeah, ChargePoint and Blink, two of the largest publicly held charging networks in the US, ChargePoint and Blink, have less than a year of cash on hand. Uh, Auto News says they are burning through cash quickly as automakers frustrated with poor charger reliability start to create their own networks. That's huge because remember, I own an electric vehicle. I will not buy an off Tesla brand vehicle because Tesla has the best charging network out there. There was a Wall Street Journal YouTube video with Joanna Stern and MKBHD. And he even it says it. He says, I wouldn't buy anything other than, you know, if you're go- planning on going any, any road trips, uh, don't use anything other than a Tesla. She wound up, you know, spoiler, she wound up buying a Ford Mustang, uh, Mustang, whatever, GTE or whatever they call it. Um, she wound up buying that because the price. 
I mean, the price just, you couldn't beat it against the Model Y. Um, and the, the fit and finish. Honestly, you have to put up with probably a minimalist lifestyle in the Tesla. It is just one big screen. It doesn't have buttons. There's no buttons whatsoever. There's two stalks and there's a big screen. So for anybody that likes buttons, likes controlling their vents, you can't do that other than on the screen. I love it personally, uh, but you have to put up with that. Um, Palantir got downgraded. <clears throat> PLTR, let me pull it, put this one. Uh, if I could type. Palantir got downgraded <clears throat> by Morgan Stanley. What's interesting is they got downgraded, but they upped the price target, but they only upped the price target to $9. I will be buying more on this dip. It's at $15.18. You can see we're in at $14.50. The 50-day has been providing some resistance. The 50-day is at six, the 50-day is at 16.21. I'm sorry, I think I said 15, but it's it's the um the 50-day. That blue line right there. It's resistance. And until we get above that 50-day, you can expect more resistance right at there. And so you're probably trading in this range between 13 and 16. Uh, and you need some type of catalyst to get you out of that. Uh, this has been a run-up of 100%. Uh, you can see 80% right there. If you got in at that 782, you're still sitting at almost 100% gain. So don't expect this one to trade uh, uh, unless there's some type of crazy thing. Uh, Costco announced their same-store sales yesterday. Same-store sales were up 3%. Uh, E-commerce was down 2%. Uh, this is what we've seen from other retailers is that the e-commerce stuff is down but the store stuff is up. And so you're seeing the return of the consumer to brick and mortar versus e-commerce. That's what we've seen. So uh, Costco, we had talked about a couple of days ago, had a cross up of 539. This is in the core portfolio. It's up flat today. It's at 543. I, I, you have confirmation. If you want to buy this one, if you go to Costco, if you're a Costco member, just freaking buy it. I mean, just buy it. It's going to be a $600 stock. They're going to announce a membership raise, uh, and you're going to see it just go. Uh, pot stocks soared yesterday uh, during the after hours. Uh, HHS, Home of Houseland Security, I don't know, recommends cannabis, uh, rescheduling cannabis. Um, it'll make the weed business profitable. Uh, it's it, The taxes and, and the, the limitations on profits in the weed business, that's what's killing the weed business. So, until they do this, I mean, you're in your final year of the presidency, uh, so the administration may change. Uh, we know if Trump gets into office, weed won't become legal. He's anti-drug, anti-alcohol, um, so it won't become legal. Uh, I just, you know, unless you can tax this stuff and make it legal, I, I'm the pot stuff. I think you can trade. We, uh, I'll bring up Tilray. We did have a cross up in Tilray. It is all hype. I mean, you can see even you know Biden's announcement from a couple of months ago didn't do much. Tilray wound up buying a, um, uh, uh, uh alcohol company, so I think Tilray is actually pretty well positioned in this in this space. I just think you could do better than pot stocks. Um, oh no, it is frozen. Okay. My screen froze. So the last 10 minutes, five minutes, you may not see the charts. This is why you need to tune into the Daily Stock Pick newsletter. I will have everything that you need there. I think you could still hear me. You just couldn't see me. I've quit everything. 
shouldn't freeze again to part two. Nobody seems to be joining, so it's probably just going to be me. Um, so I went over pot stocks. One thing that I want to show you here is on Twitter. Uh, let's see. Where is my Twitter? There it is. Um, this is a video representation of Warren Buffett's uh, stocks, the top 25 holdings in Berkshire Hathaway over the last 20 years. Uh, I will include a link to this in the newsletter so you can watch it yourself. There's some nice music behind it. But what I want to point out to you is we're in January uh, 2004 right now. And you're seeing this pop up. Um, Right now you're seeing American Express, Coca-Cola. You'll see Wells Fargo come up here. Procter & Gamble all of a sudden shoots up. We get into the housing crisis of 2007, 2008. And you start to see Johnson & Johnson moving up. Uh, Buford Capital. He's constantly getting in and out of these names, but this is the market cap and the share of these names. Um, so it's not necessarily uh, it's it's the uh, the amount of his holdings. Um, and you can see t- transportation, all of this stuff. He's in industrial goods, financials hold a huge portion. Uh, we're in 2011 now. Uh, I think Apple starts to make a an appearance here in 2016. My point of this is Apple. You'll see gets a huge, huge jump in his portfolio in 2016. He missed the ride on Apple, but he knows it's not too late. So he constantly is adding to these positions over over the years. Uh, Even as they go up, they may go down while he's there, but constantly they're going up. Watch Apple shoot up. Apple's here. There it is in number three, 2017. It quickly takes over number one, and then it just greatly outweighs everything. Uh, you could buy basically um, Berkshire and get access to Apple at a lower price than what you could just buying Apple the stock. So it's interesting to watch this. I think it's really good, uh, interesting, you know, kind of th- to see the the best investor of our lifetime and how his uh, the 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 market cap of his stuff has changed. I think it's a great one. I'll include that in the newsletter. I like it. I like it a lot. Social requests. Uh, Trenton, thank you for, for buying me a cup of coffee via Venmo. Trenton asked me about, what did you ask me about yesterday? Um, but I think he's in Shopify, and I think that's why he tipped me. If you guys want to tip me, if you're in Shopify and want to tip me, I've got links on the, the link tree, uh, Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. Trenton just by the chance uh, decided for, uh, for Venmo. My preferred is Venmo. They don't charge me any fees. Uh, like PayPal actually charges me a fee. So any portion that you give me, I'm paying over to PayPal. Uh, I do invest in PayPal. Uh, D-Man. Uh, or I'm sorry, Adam. First one is Adam from Facebook. Is GNS. GNS is uh, GNU's Genius Group. I think it's, you know, people call it GNU's. But GNS. Is GNS a buy with the two-day pullback? Um I don't think so. I, I honestly, I just don't think so. Uh, GNS is one of these hyped. I've traded it over the years, and I think you can trade it. But you can see with the the algorithm, the four hour algorithm, sixty six cents is where you're in. So Adam, I'd stay away from this one. It's over its two hundred day. It has not done well when when you've seen it over the two hundred day in the past. This was about when I was trading it, January 2020. No, I wasn't doing it back then. It was way back when. Let's see. 
uh, because this was rumored to be some new up-and-coming thing, and you could trade it, and you could make a ton of money on this one. The volatility on this one was huge. I mean, this is a weekly. Look at that, 33% in a week. Look at this one. Uh, you've got 64% in a week. It's on the downside, but imagine if you traded this on the upside. Now, this particular candle, 440% in a week, January 16, 2023. You're just pulling back from there, and then you're going for another run. But I don't think that you hold this one. There's a lot that you just want to get out of, and this was what this would be one that I would get out of. Um, D-Man says, hey, SMG is looking good. Well, yeah, it's looking good because pot stock. Uh, Scott's Miracle Grow, not only do you put it on your uh, on your lawn, but growers need to buy Scott's Miracle Grow because they're growing cannabis. So they buy, they, they buy this stock and it's a ton. 57, you're going to fill this gap. I mean, honestly, you're just going to fill that gap. It will. You'll see. I mean, it's just too stretched on the downside. Um, they will use fertilizer. Uh, they're doing their fertilizer buys for next year right now. So you're going to see Scott's Miracle Grow go up. I do think that they have some cash flow problems. Just understand, uh, look at the cash flow problems that they have on uh, Finviz. They're losing $131 million. Year to date, it's up 18%. You're 34% below your 52-week high of 88. You're 47% above your 52-week low of 39. If you got it at 39, kudos. Um, but understand the average price target is 67, uh, but only, it looks like most people have covered this. Um, they, they're, they're moving between 70 and 80. Um, so you can, Morningstar Research usually has pretty good research. Analyst Report, they're going to tell you the, the, the truth about this one. It's going up because of pot stocks. I do think that you cover this gap. I don't think that you get up to this $85 mark, but I do think you get to the 70s in here. So I, I like that one. Gabriel says, uh, hey, Gary, I bought Roblox yesterday for a short-term swing trade. To me, the MACD seemed ready to cross, and maybe to fill that gap up to 36, what's your opinion? I like Roblox. Here's the problem with Roblox is that you're, you're, as you stay higher for longer, the any kind of dip in users, any kind of dip in earnings is going to get killed on this, and you're going back to school. I, I think you're right. The MACD is you know crossed up here. $27 was the buy. You're at 28 53 I would look for this to get above 30 And if you're in at 28 Gabriel, I, I, I think, Gabriel, I, I think I would get out at 30 take your 10%. Um, I don't think that the downside is significant. I, I think the lower 20s, I mean, you're seeing right here a double bottom. I mean, let's see a chart patterns. Let's see if I can do a double bottom. Um, yeah, let's see. That doesn't find a double bottom. But, oh, let me see. I have to apply it. Apply. Um, yeah, I don't see a double bottom. But it uh, doesn't mean it's not there. Chart patterns. Let's see. Let's take out the double bottom. But I do see, um, I do. this is the $40 range that I thought it was, but it just slipped so far. And then with their earnings, they gapped down. Uh, I think that gap up to 36, 37 gets filled, but you've got a lot, a lot of resistance to pass through there. You've got volume gaps right here between 29 and 30. You've got the 50 day to cross through, which is still pointing downwards. You got the 200 day pointing downwards. Uh, it's cost problem. 
And I think it's user problems. I think Roblox is the, the best bet for the metaverse. Um, I, I don't think that buying it at 28 is a horrible thing, but I think once you get to 30, I think you start to trim. If you start to gain some some additional confirmation, like you start stretching above that nine day even more, uh, and you know the, the 21 day is turning positive. I mean, it's all positive right here, but this one could turn negative on, on a dime. I like this going into September. If you're a bull in September, I think Roblox might be a good one to buy on the rebound. Uh, I still like Shopify better though. Okay, let's talk about some scans. Oxy. Oxy is kind of just floundering around here. It's getting in, getting out. You got out with a 10% gain up here. You're back in at 62. Uh, it is down 0.02. It's kind of flat today. So Oxy, PXD, we had a cross up. We talked about PXD earlier. You had a cross up here at 237.91. You're at 237.32. So PXD. CrowdStrike, we have a cross up. Uh, CrowdStrike is popping today. The cross-up is at 149.25. You're at 162. I don't think you're you're bad buying at 162. I think long-term, you're fine. CrowdStrike is just one of those stocks that you have to add uh, during the dips. And I think, you know, it was clear that during before the earnings, I think with um, Palo Alto, their earnings, I think CrowdStrike said it. Like I said, I wasn't adding to mine, but I already had a position, so I'm benefiting from it. Amazon, with their partnership with uh, with Shopify, I think it benefits Shopify stock much more than Amazon's, but I don't think that you should sleep on Amazon. Under 140, I think Amazon's a play. I think AI, Amazon is going to come out with AWS stuff, and they're going to announce some type of AI partnership or something. It's going to continue to pop. Don't fall asleep on this one. We finally have a a cross-up on Disney. I still wouldn't touch it. I still wouldn't touch it. 8430, I I think there's better names out there. I think they will sell their uh, stuff to uh, Apple or somebody with cash, their ESPN stuff. They need cash. LNG, we talked about uh, Boyle. LNG has a cross up here at 164. Uh, I think you buy under 150. I don't think there's any huge catalyst. But if you don't want to buy a triple levered ETF that doesn't actually own anything and is a decaying asset, and you want to buy a company that actually does something and makes money with uh, natural gas, LNG. They're going to take cheap natural gas here in the US and they're going to sell it to China. They're going to sell it to Europe and they're going to make a fortune doing it. Peabody, BTU, it's a coal company. I'm not a huge fan of coal, but they're they're shipping cheap coal from here over to China. They've got the contracts. I think they'll do fine. We talked about Boyle having a cross-up. Uh, Boyle has a cross-up, 64.46. Yesterday, Schlumberger had a cross-up. Today, it's Halliburton. They both do the same thing. They provide services to the oil and gas industry. 38.98 uh, is the cross-up. I think it's a little bit extended, like I thought Schlumberger was extended. Tilray, we talked about that one. This one has a cross-up type. $2.63. You have too many gaps on the downside. If you want to invest in, in pot, go ahead. I would just trade it. Abvi, this was a a loved stock during the um, uh, during the uh, what was it the uh, the pandemic because it paid a huge dividend and it ran up. It's running back down now. Uh, it, I would have gotten it below the two hundred day. It's got a decent dividend. You can play healthcare if you want with that one. Booking Holdings BKNG, <clears throat> this one one forty eight or I'm sorry three thousand one hundred and twenty three. It was stuck stuck in the other one. Three. It. I mean this one. It's travel. People are just spending on travel. Look at the MACD. It just kind of came down. It's getting its next leg up. 
If you want to buy this one, go have at it. And finally, Marvel. We talked about Marvel uh, hitting the gap on the downside. Uh, it filled the gap on the upside already. 57.48. Uh, you're up 1.73 today. I think you get back to that 200-day, which is about 60. Uh, I think you could play that one. If we get past that 50-day, um, you're taking the next leg up. The 200-day is still positive. You're using that 200-day as resistance. I thought it was going to cover this gap down to 50. It didn't. It got down to about 54, I think, at its low. Um, 52, 52.25. It got down to the low. So it, it, it's got its confirmation. It's back. I mean, it, they brought up AI. They overhyped it here. They pulled back on their AI stuff here, but they didn't pull back greatly. So I think it's just a rebound. Uh, remember, if you're going to get uh, TrendSpider, today it's 64% off, $358 for the year, and you need the middle. Remember the process. Sign up. Email me. And how do you find my email address? Just go to Linktree, and it's right here. It's dailystockpick3 at gmail.com. You can email me uh, once you sign up. Once I confirm that you're on my program, uh, I'll email you the welcome letter. So that's the process. If you don't want to buy TrendSpider and you just want some charting software, throw some money into Weeble. This third link, you get free stocks, anything from $3 to $3,000. Put a couple hundred bucks in there. I put $1,000 in there uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, right now I am at 2378. So I am up a lot. So, uh, but if you want $20 off your phone bill right there, if you're in Shopify and you want to gift me, if you wind up selling your Shopify and you make some money, gift me with Venmo, PayPal, or cash app. They're all down here. Sign up for the newsletter right here is the newsletter. Um, you can sign up. It's free. You don't have to pay. If you want the educational stuff, it's on the weekend. So if you have any questions, hit me up. My apologies for the freezing. Uh, if you're watching on video, it did freeze. I'll, I'll put everything in the email, in the uh, the newsletter so you have it. But my apologies about that. Thanks, you guys, for being there and, and for your patience. Appreciate it. Take care. Music.